Fire and ice. Fire leaves the ice less colder. Water leaves the fire to smolder. Apart they rage out of control. Together they begin to gel and mold. Chapter 1. Aaron. Have you ever thought about how things would be if you had done them differently? Such as walked to a school a different way, or chosen a different outfit to wear, or saved money instead of spending it on an item that you don't really need. Well, I think about it all the time. I wonder how life would be if my parents had never moved away from Galadale, or if they had decided not to move back here at all. I also wonder what would have happened if I had stood up to Jessica from the start. Would she have been lying on the floor in a charred mess? Or what would have happened if I hadn't run away from Sean's birthday party the day he kissed Louise? My head is constantly filled with what-ifs, but as my dad always told me, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, every day would be Christmas. Not that I would complain, because I love Christmas. But so many people say, what's meant to be is meant to be, and everything happens for a reason. Now seriously, I want a book with a list of all of those reasons, because I want to know why the heck I'm standing here trembling in Sean's arms, whilst my great-grandfather, Dr. Hammersmith, unleashes chaos. Joe. Joe stood there wondering whether she should go after Aaron or not. Clearly Aaron was upset. Maybe everything that had happened recently was getting too much for her. Joe didn't know, but she thought that maybe Aaron just needed some time alone. Looking at the numbers above the lift, she saw it change from one to two. She must be going to see Sean, Joe thought. With a reluctant sigh, she stepped away from the lift. She hoped that Aaron would find some comfort from Sean, even though he never really seemed to respond. Joe was about to walk away when she heard heavy footsteps thundering towards her. She only just managed to turn and quickly jump out of the way, as Dr. Hammersmith stormed past, with not so much as a glance in her direction as he pushed through the doors of the stairwell and up the stairs. She remained there, pressed against the wall, wondering what was going on. She had never seen Dr. Hammersmith look so angry. Before her thoughts barraged her with questions, she felt the floor as the whole building began to shake. What the? Her voice trailed off as the shaking stopped, and she was able to stand up. Just when she thought it was a one-off, the building began to shake again. This time Joe was able to steady herself as she pulled her mobile phone out of her pocket. Up until today, Joe had never had the need to use a mobile phone. The object always felt foreign in her hands, so impersonal. She could not understand why people did not just go visit someone and have a proper conversation, instead of calling someone on the phone or doing something called texting. Scott had actually laughed at her and said it was as if she was from another planet. An over-exaggeration. No, she had not grown up in the human world, per se, but Fairyland is still on this planet. It's just that the people in Fairyland didn't feel the need for technology. There are no telephones or computers or televisions. Everyone is happy. Well, not everyone. Joe's father, Mulch, is still as grumpy as ever. With a sigh, Joe started punching numbers into her phone. Dr. Hammersmith had insisted that Joe have one, because it was essential as a part of her job as a watcher, just in case there was an incident where she needed to contact him urgently. There hadn't been. Well, not until now. Hello? The familiar voice on the other end spoke. Hi, Kate, it's Joe. There was a hesitant pause before Kate finally spoke. Is everything okay? Is it Aaron? Kate's voice started to rise as the panic was apparent. I don't know. 
was all Joe could say in response, sending Kate into supersonic speed as she asked question after question, with the odd ranting and rambling to herself. Joe tried to keep up, but it was no use. It was then that the building started to shake again, and once again it took Joe's legs from under her as she fell to the floor. What was that? Kate tried to keep her panic under control, but with Joe not responding it was hard. Joe! I'm here. Joe was breathless. That fall seemed to have knocked the wind right out of her. The strong maternal side of Kate took over. Are you okay? Uh-huh. Joe replied after finally giving herself a once-over. She wasn't hurt and the building had stopped shaking. She had hoped that it was an earthquake, but it was clear from speaking to Kate that the rest of Galadale was not having the same occurrence. You need to come here. To the building? The question was filled with both fear and disgust. I can't. She stammered, sounding almost childlike.